Welcome to Down and Dirty with Dirty GG. Hey. Ally. Today we're going to talk about esports, because it's a thing, and it's here to stay. Apparently. Or is it? Oh, it is. How do you know? Oh, it is. It's running strong right now. Don't sass me. I mean... Corporations are on the pulse, man. I need to be educated. That's all it is. Well. From a person who grew up with MLG Circuit back in 2006, waking up... On Saturday mornings to watch Halo 2 on the World Circuit at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then that went away. How do I know that esports isn't going to just poof and die and people not be like, mm, it's not a real sport. People like Colin Coward and stuff have already like pooped on it really hard. Like, Who? these are Colin Coward, Is dude. Is that a ESPN dude? Uh, no, he's a, uh, Who? he has his own show on like, on Fox Sports South. Who? Fox Sports something. I, I think I know what He's pretty big. I like Colin Coward. He got ripped the new one for saying that shit, too. He did. But, I don't know. Because he was ignorant, and, like I said... Ignant. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Indignant. <laughs> yeah, that's ignorant. <laughs> that's ignorant. Dude, corporations have their finger on the pulse. Now, Intel's involved, like, just big companies. Yeah, Intel, ESPN's like involved. Intel Extreme Masters has been going on for quite some time with a lot of different games. Yeah. I mean, yeah, ESPN <clears throat> officially this year has announced yeah, ESPN Esports... Which is their new online uh, like coverage, but it's also going to start pulling more coverage into ESPN two, like they did last year, and they shocked the world and showed the Heroes of the Dorm tournament <laughs> on ESPN two, the top four. I didn't know they did that actually. Yeah, they did it live. They didn't really advertise it too much or anything. Of so like not. people turn on ESPN two and they're seeing Heroes Heroes of the Storm, the and you got you know every. Hick wanting to watch Sports Center for the sixth time of the day, turn it on. Like, oh, where's my football? Where's my slider baseball plays? And, you know, like, but it was really cool because when they did do it, it was really well done. They, you know, like, they truly showed how well esports could be carried through on television broadcast. You know, even, even like the ESPN workers involved showed a lot of enthusiasm especially for not even truly knowing what was going on at all, mm-hmm. like That's being awesome. completely green or uh, ignorant to esports in general. You could see like genuine excitement from them as well. Um, and then you did have, you know, D-Bags bashing it on Twitter afterwards and whatnot. But Ooh. like his buddy. It's, it's, oh, D-Bags in general. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. Wait, like, is that a tag? It's, it's, not even, <laughs> it's not even just him. It's really just you have to think about like the generation gap. There. Oh yeah, it's huge. These the my fifty five year old dad is not going to give a crap about. Oh, Halo is on ESPN right now. Let's watch it as a family. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> not going to be one of our Sunday after church activities. I promise you that. What about five or ten years from now? I don't know. Years, like that will be though because I mean if if us as the parental units, you know, it depends on what. Yeah, if we games care, our kids are into. If we carry it, if our generation carries it, but our parents' generation. I don't think they're going to have that same if they're into sports now like if you if you grew up in a family like I did no matter what kind of sport it was minus like golf and like things like that we watched sports like as a family in our house. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we're going to go like plan a meal out and have and watch you know Dota Top whatever, like however Dota works. Like I just don't think that's gonna <laughs> well, like. I, I've done. I've been doing that for years, I, honestly. I, like, yeah, I, well, I slightly disagree with you, sir. Because okay. it's a very feasible thought. Yeah, well, like, very feasible. First off, I know more people personally. Now, mind you, I surround myself with nerds, but I know more people that watch and we don't Twitch and esports comparatively to re- traditional sports. 
Well, yeah, nowadays. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I, there, I, there is that right now. Mind you, it does have to do with the demographic of people I hang out with, I suppose. I was just but like, secondly, that. like with Evo has been running strong mm-hmm. for quite some time yeah. now. I, I've been to Evo parties where, yes, like we went and dropped like 80 bucks at Taco Bell, 90 bucks, whatever it was for the 10 or 12 of us. We all went up, you know, went to a, a house party, had a bunch of uh, systems set up around the house so we could play and then, you know, watch Evo throughout the weekend and especially finals night where the big party was, you know, everyone drinking and having a good time. I mean, it's, it's truly no different than a Super Bowl party. It's just for a generation of people that care a bit more about esports. You know, like, because it, it does bring it back to the thing where, where I think is the, one of the bigger arguments is you, not everyone can play football or basketball, especially competitively. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Let, right. Well, first off, you need how many people to play football? You need right? 11 on 11. You need 11 on 11 to start, right? You have to man that 11. And so you, you got to have fight. helmets. You, you all have to be there in person. You have to have equipment and, you know, you, you have, have to be, be a bunch physically of physically able meatheads, right? Yeah. Or get hurt. One of the three. Mm-hmm. You know, with esports, it's, oh, you got your phone, your computer, your DS, your PS4, whatever. You, that's all you need. There's no genetic limitations. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be six six to be decent. <laughs> you know, you, uh, you don't have to have a, a whole bunch of people you know personally gather up in one specific spot at the same time. So, like, really, esports reaches out and has much more chance to succeed, I think, than traditional sports does uh, moving forward. Especially with uh, people our age and younger. I can agree with that for a future reference. Yeah, especially in the sense that there might not be any, like, because MMA is, like, the newest sport to come out since God knows what, how long. So, mm-hmm. like, as far as any new sports being able to make a, like, a, you know, like a footprint in, in society in general, uh, yeah, that's going to be way harder to do, especially with esports around. It's, it's way easier with esports. Right now, they're not even. It's not like they're waiting for, like, the sport to take off. They're waiting for, like, <laughs> I guess the, the older generation to die, die out. out. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretty, I mean, it truly does have to do with a lot of, like, the baby boomers, so to speak, finally, you know, being laid to rest, I guess. Um, I, that's a huge part of it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, when that happens, truly, like, I think the shift will happen to esports. Or at least it will be more of a, a share, a 50-50 cut of, you know, coverage. I mean, there's plenty of other countries currently that do and have been for a long time playing esports on national television. Which is awesome. Like, Korea has, Sweden has for quite some time, Germany has, uh, I believe Japan has as well. Like, it's it's not an unrealistic thing. It's been going on Mm. for years, many years, especially like with Sweden and and, and a lot of Europe when you're talking about like Unreal and all the old school competitive shooters and how big they were in Counter-Strike as well. Uh, it's when, it's yeah, been a thing. Quake, all that. Like when CPL was heavy. It's truly not that new. It's just uh, a newer concept. It seems like for America. Mm-hmm. Real quick, Korea has been coasting. You know, StarCraft Two. Whenever the finals, it's on television, and it's been for quite some time. Years. I mean, since Brood War. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a new concept. Like what organization televised? Um, you said StarCraft in Korea. Yeah, oh, back in Brood War days, I wouldn't even be able to tell you, I don't think. I, I, it might have been GSL back then, too. I know it's GSL now, currently. Um, yeah, because I was actually... There, there was a lot of money. There was a lot of money floating around in the early days of StarCraft and Brood War, and it was, like, really uh, became a thing. And there still is, to an extent, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know which one it was specifically. I could pull up old videos and tell you, but... I mean, yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's It's been a thing. And then we got... Even currently in America now, though, like when it does come with 
you know, um, we're talking about like top, big, the big competitive games, which throughout the rest of this we'll be talking about like Counter Strike, the new, you know, Counter Strike Global Offensive, uh, Dota, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Starcraft, which is on the tail end of big, unfortunately, nowadays. Hearthstone. It's MOBA's fault. Yeah, it is. Hearthstone and then, uh, Heroes of the Storm. Those are huge, huge esports. And they're selling out, like, the Staples Center yeah. in California to show these events. Do they really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, it's, they're, they're st- selling out the same stadiums. Now, mind you, people are flying in for this mm-hmm. stuff because the, the true passion that mise in these things. But, I mean, they're selling out stadiums. They're being shown on uh, Twitch TV, which is currently the largest streaming platform for esports with hundreds of thousands of viewers. The biggest proponent. In the I, I mean, I think a statistic came out, I think it was like three or four months ago, they said that more people watch Twitch throughout the month than watch CNN and MTV combined. Yeah. I think it's hands down the biggest Bravo. for esports growth. Like, that's hands down. That's a step in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, it's it's huge. I mean, you can pull up... Uh, I wish we had statistics on Twitch. But, I mean, if you pull up Twitch.tv right now, you're going to see hundreds of thousands of people just watching... We went defer the top most eight popular games, alone the other, you know, 300 being played and streamed uh, for audiences as well. Yeah, so it's just branching out past games because of it as well. We were going down the list of like, you know, downwards of like the 40th most watched game and it was still getting, you know, 3,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a, there's a big Melee tournament going on for uh, Smash Brothers Melee. That's a 15-year-old game that's going on right now that had 25,000 viewers. Yeah. Which like, is impressive. That's, that is... That's a small number, actually, for them. Right, yeah. Well, it's, still, it's still early in the day, too. Like, we're, we're recording oh, yeah, this no, three. Oh, yeah. Tonight will double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the the biggest... Uh, the, actually, it was Genesis 3, uh, a big major mm-hmm. for the Melee stream that, that just happened. Uh, they, they broke the Evo record for uh, streaming. I think the Evo 2013 record was 110,000 viewers at one time. And the Genesis 3 one just broke that. Didn't Apex break it with 115? That might have been for... I think that's Melee specific. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. Definitely, no, no, no. There are are much, much, much bigger ones out there. But it's the fact that it's a 15-year-old game. Yeah. But, like, that's literally, like... We're talking about esports and, like, gaming in general. And some people migrate that deep and still get that much recognition. Like if a 15 year old game is getting a hundred plus thousand viewers for a major, what is world of Warcraft getting? What is well, War- world of Warcraft honestly, it's like dead game at this point, but it was it, it, doing very well for uh, up until recently. Very the new expansion is coming out. That's going to breathe a lot of new life into it. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, game was never truly like hyper competitive either though. It was in like tried. a small niche, they like tried. with the arena and whatnot. But yeah, it, it got re- it was really good for a while. I was in the I was in the thick of it, but uh, it's they they put esports into the game after the game was made, and it was yeah. way too hard to adjust with mm-hmm. it. Oh, of course, way too yeah. hard to balance. Well, it. I mean, WoW came out right at kind of the birth of esports. Really, I mean, it was almost yeah, or the the true like mainstream birth of it. So it wasn't really meant to be in the first place anyway. Yeah. I, like I was actually thinking when we were talking about all these companies, speaking of like birth of esports, like because we had mentioned Evo, and I was like, Evo's OG esports, oh yeah, you know, super. But like, there's there's even more. Like, and then I mentioned CPL, mm-hmm. they're OG esports. Oh, there's there's a, there's a lot of OG, even when it comes to like local stuff that's not you know streamed or has started being streamed recently. Like we we've talked about in previous podcasts. I don't think you guys are involved in those, but with like Final Round. Yeah, that's been around that's, for a while, huh? This year's it's going on right now, today, yeah, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I usually I couldn't make it, unfortunately, but uh, 
This is number 19. 19th year it's been going. Wow. The biggest fighting game tournament in the Southeast. So it started in the That's, 90s. It's no new idea or concept. It's just now getting money, mm-hmm. backing, investors, and, and, and more multimedia attention across the board. Uh, whether it's from uh, websites that are, are caring to convey the news of these events. And this is and the 19th results. this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're going to blow it out for 20, man. Oh, I, yeah. They're going to blow it yeah, out. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. It's going to be definitely. sick. I've been to two or three of them, and they're always a blast. I mean, that's awesome. it's like two, 3,000 people show up. And that's an FGC tournament? FGC strictly, right? Fighting game? Yeah, it's all fighting game. I mean, they they do anime fighters, current gen fighters. They do, like, they're doing Smash this year. They're doing Brawlhalla, even. There's a side tournament for Brawlhalla. They have... Like, Pac in there right now. Yeah, they're doing Pac in. I mean, everything. You know, Tekken Street Fighter, Melty Blood, uh, Melty Blood, Guilty Gear. I mean, the, the, across the board, the whole the whole shebang. DOA. Yeah, Dead or Alive, which I, I'm extremely disappointed, seems to have fallen off quite a bit in the fighting game world. But I haven't heard of a Dead or Alive since a volleyball game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that, I played it. That sums it up. <laughs> but like the newer ones, I mean, they're still good. I like Dead or Alive. I like your fighting games. I like Dead or Tekken, Alive and Tekken. So. Yeah. Oh, so footsie, yeah. We've talked about that. But. Very footsie. I mean, just esports, though, is, to me, it's extremely exciting. Like, I know you guys are more in the fighting game community, and I do appreciate fighting games and, and the community that goes along with it, but you know. I'm personally torn between the two, believe it or not. I'm, I'm well, like, you're like I'm shooters, like dead, too. Yeah, I'm well, smacking them. I'm the, I'm the real time strategy fan. I'm a little bit one off, but like, yeah. as a guy that's been, you know, really closely. I, I guess, I, you know, I'm not the biggest on Brood War, but like with StarCraft 2, when it came out. I mean, I was tuned in twenty four seven on what yeah, what events were going on, what tournaments, what you know, players were doing hot right now. Even trying to keep up with the Korea stuff, which doesn't get enough multimedia attention over here, unfortunately. But like, you know, I've been really, really watching the growth and the the roller coaster ride that StarCraft Two alone has had, and I think it's similar for all um, esports uh, broadcasting as well mm-hmm. for the last four years. You know mm-hmm. uh, the the ups and downs, the the controversial scandal stuff to the the big grand moments as well, and it, it's one to me it seems incredibly promising, and, and two extremely exciting as well. I mean, it's when you when you put something that can be so exciting along with something that has a lot of promise with this our generation as we become homeowners and, and the big voice of America, it's it's really something to look forward to, I think. And might as well get on the train now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. While they're looking for numbers and ratings and, and seeing, you know, what's watched on Twitch, what what games are being watched on YouTube, are games being watched on YouTube at all, you know, this, this and that and the other thing. How many clicks is our article on NPR about Smash Brothers getting compared to football, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's real important to try and get a grasp in it now and mm-hmm. and with that boom there's i know there's been a lot of shady um investors yeah absolutely. i know i know in starcraft specifically there was a, a stint of a couple tournament series being invested by some basically like korean mobsters <laughs> um that's awesome <laughs> there, there was that and then there was also like match fixing which yes that, unfortunately that's 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 been across the board though unfortunately the more i've looked into it like there was a huge deal with cheating in counter-strike last year mm-hmm um, yes, I heard about Where that. people either just finding loopholes in the rules, match fixing, yeah, or hacking, hacking in live major tournaments. Really, also, dude? Yeah. You just can't. You... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Can we? Can we talk about this? Yeah, we can talk about <laughs> that. 
What? 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 I haven't seen that. No, I didn't see it either. Hacking but Live? Was it a Counter-Strike thing? Yeah, there's been people accused, not only accused, but actually, you know, like, Video evidence evidence. that there was aimbotting, wall hacking, and oh Counter-Strike in a live major tournament. That must have been some subtle, subtle aimbotting. Like, yeah. like but, Snap 2 within range. So, that comes along, but I mean, you can, it's, <clears> it's just funny, though, because since it is an eSport, yeah. and, and I, I will vouch... All day, every day that, that an e-sport is no different than a real sport. The dude, traditional sport. But how does that happen? Dude, well, I used to do... I mean, but back in the Halo 2 era, there were CAL tournaments. Online CAL tournaments. Yeah, 100%. And if it, we actually... We were involved in a scandal. Uh, Are you talking about for Halo? Yeah, for Halo. Yeah, I remember when Halo did CAL. When um, there, we were in a scandal because one of our guys... He didn't super jump. But he he climbed. Uh, remember the map sanctuary. Super jump, super jump is yeah. a game exploit. That's like something that the cow didn't allow. It. It's right, like go ahead, go it's ahead. like but, wobble. Some some tournaments allow wobble. Some yeah, don't. Yeah. You know, it's an exploit. And it's there. Right. It's not cheating, but, it, but the rules um, decide. That. Yeah, sure. No, they but like one of the guys was like recording because one of our guys got on top of sanctuary. Remember sanctuary? I know, yeah, you can get yeah. on top of there. Not and super jump. Exactly. 110%. And we did that, and they started like freaking out. And they set they this video in and all this stuff, and we were like, you know, under investigation. I'm like, are you serious? It's because they didn't know how to do it. Like, what? Well, the whole point I was getting at with this is, I mean, it's just, it's almost funny, almost comical, because, you know, when you talk about, like, the Patriots with the flight gate. Right? Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. it's no different. Like, this is happening in esports, too, because they are the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And even, like, and, and then here's one point. I'm going to go on a quick rant real here. Real, <laughs> real quick. This is this bothers it. me so much. Let's hear it. And this is with people trying to knock or beat down esports as something serious or something legitimate or it being a sport. Yes, it's not a traditional sport. I think anyone can, everyone can agree on that. It's obviously not a traditional sport. You're not throwing a ball around or a puck or beating each other up. We get it. But when you let's let's talk about football and baseball and basketball, traditional sports. How many practices do pros do a, a week? They do one a day, if what? not more. Pros, yeah. How, how many hours do you say a, a pro football player practices a week? I'd say because I mean they have physical limitations, right? They can't blow out. They they don't want to be sore. They can't you know normal traditionally. Themselves. Tradi- I mean, like if we're gonna talk about football, because that's that's what I know of for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play you know generally teams play on Sundays, so Monday is their recovery day, and they spend in the film room. Yep. So if you want to count that as like a full day, you know, studying, taking notes, yep. watching film. But other than that, they're on the field eight hours a day, Tuesday through Friday. They get on a plane Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, probably 30 hours or so. Okay, and how, 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 how often throughout the week does a top tier, top level, you know, oh. code as oh. esports player practice? Dude, no comparison. Much. We're talking 10 Three to times t- as much. 10 to 12 hours a day, Three seven times days as much. a week. I feel like when, I mean, it's like Missing that with meals? any professional nowadays. Yeah, I mean, like health has, you know, unfortunately been an issue with a lot of esports with people just skipping meals social and life? sleep. Social Gone. life, all that. But, I mean, when you think about, it, like, the dedication for traditional sports, which I'm not knocking on, is there, right? right. They they do what they need to and what they have yeah. their physical limitations as mm-hmm. well where they can't overexert themselves throughout the week and then botch the game. Esports, these guys dedicate 10, 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. and when they're not playing, they're thinking about it, talking to other people about it, researching new stuff they can maybe learn, or new tricks, tips, whatever it might be, new strategies, yada yada. So, yeah. I mean, I've, I, I, I'm going to say it, that esports players, top tier, are more dedicated than traditional sports players are. And that has been... 
But yet it continues to get beaten down. It's not a sport. It's not serious. It's not legitimate. That's been. But yet these players, mind you, they are these guys. Well, it's one. You know, one they obviously prefer to play video games. But two, you know, these guys aren't genetically fit to be a linebacker. Mm -hmm. You know, so they don't have that going for them. Mm -hmm. So they try twice as hard in the thing they can do. Yeah, which is what has they, they. a new outlet that's allowed them to be competitive. I think they also have to be this hungry because of the state of esports. The extreme competition. Yes. Well, yeah, they have, to, they have to work harder because to be taken seriously, <laughs> exactly. you have to do something serious. You have to be mind-blowing. Well, how, how, what, uh, of, of the general, gen, general population, let's say of uh, 18 to 21-year-old males, how many are linebacker built? In America? Yes. 1%. Okay. How many how many people in the, no, 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 in the no, no, age no. group can I'm, play video games? I'm gonna oh ninety eight. Okay. See how the comp this is <laughs> what I'm getting at is the competition for esports is tenfold. Yeah, oh, yeah this is way more. There's there's way more people because you're not just playing against the other the, the top the other five you know quadruple A college players. Mm-hmm. You're playing against the whole state of players, mm-hmm. which could mm-hmm. be thousands. They can all play. No, I, I wanted to, to back back off that for a second of what Drew said earlier. Um, a National Guard recruiter told me in my Army unit that I'm in, he said that only 1% of American youth is fit for military. And that's not saying that they're muscle-built, because there are skinny guys that go in. Mm-hmm. There are kind of, you know, bigger guys that go in. But generally, like, that, that build, only 1% of American youth. So now, take that and then... Subtract. Can those skinny people play football? Like now, you're talking about we're talking about physical build versus like talent. Mm-hmm. Like it's even smaller smaller than one percent. And then you think about an NFL team has like an active roster of fifty two people. Can you imagine going to a tournament? And be like, mm, at this, uh, you know, at this Street Fighter Five tournament, we're, we we can only have fifty two people here. Like we can only fifty two. Like. Oof. Why, why would I even go? Mm. If it's saying like, hmm, should I, should I fly to Michigan for this Street Fighter V tournament? And I might be one of the 52 people to enter. A lot of people just don't like want to do that. These tournaments are growing for these esports games. And people want to be a part of that because it, it does open so many more doors than versus like literally killing yourself. Every day. Not that that's a bad thing, because it's great to have physical goals. It's great to have those dreams, you know, as a kid. Because when, when, think about when you're a little kid, you don't know how to, you know, advance guard in UMVC3. But you can probably learn how to throw a ball at the age of, you know, what, one? Like, you, you start, like, the little things so young. And so a lot of people do get those dreams early on and say, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to be a professional pitcher in the MLB one day. A lot of people do hold on to that and they do wear themselves out and they do work hard for that. And that's great. Not saying that you can't do that, but you're right. So many more opportunities now. And I think what helps now more than like 10, 15 years ago is the advances that we've had in technology and being able to, you know, share things that we do with iPhones and, you know, these, uh, Kindles and, and, and all these big things, like we're able to share all this like crazy media and like Twitch. I, I think the, this was the best time 
for esports. Like I was saying earlier, like the MLG Pro Circuit kind of flopped. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of failed startups before MLG Pro Circuit in, you know, 2005, 2006 era. And I think that now technology is finally able to hold it. Or at least I would like to hope so. Because this well, is if a anything, great there's thing. way more infrastructure to support it, if anything. Yeah. I mean, obviously, no matter what, it's going to come down to viewership and interest and money to support these things. Um, I don't think, I think when we were in high school and, you know, like I was 06, you were, what, 08? 10. Oh, oh God. I'm, I'm, I'm a baby, dude. Anyway, me, well, me, anyway, me both 06. When, when, when I was in high school in 06, I don't think esports were taken seriously enough, especially in the Bible Belt of Georgia, <laughs> you know, where it's just about, you know, deer hunting and, and fishing, which, you know, I love fishing as well. I didn't, you know, not knocking that, but it's just not an interest down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but now with, you know, yes, the connectivity of the internet and, and everyone having, a, a basically a, you know, a computer in their, their pants at all times now, with, yeah. you know, smartphones being able to, to just tune into Twitch or, or talk to their clan mates in a game on the go compared to like, you know, when I was in high school, I had a flip phone, you know, that would like yeah. text if you're lucky, you know, mm-hmm. so. I think, yeah, that definitely helps spread the word, keep people updated on what's going on, and also pull more interest into all these developing and growing communities in esports. Mm-hmm. Um, having that technology now against back then. You know, because like, when I was in high school, I didn't even think Facebook was out yet. Or it was just started, maybe. I MySpace was a thing for me when I was it was AOL instant messenger. Yeah, yeah, I was on AIM. Juno, I had a Juno account, and then that went to AOL AIM. Never heard of. Then I went to MySpace. Never heard of Juno. Yeah, Yeah, it was a thing. MySpace was when I was in 2004. For me, it was MySpace. So Facebook was a little bit after that. I mean, I remember getting on AIM and hitting up the guys to play, you know, Diablo Mm -hmm. or you know whatever it was. Like having that was RuneScape for me, man. uh, RuneScape was huge. uh, uh, Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Anyway, that was that was the utility. That was like the one of the few utilities we had back then, compared to now, where we have Curse Teamspeak, uh, or I meant like Curse Chat. We have Teamspeak, Ventrilo, Skype, Facebook, Mm -hmm. um. In, in game voice chat, you know, across, uh, or over console chat with like Xbox and PS4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, just and private then, chat within the console chat. Yeah, private chat there. <laughs> game, game specific chat. Plus everyone has a high powered, you know, computer in their pocket whenever they need to. You know that the, the cell phones that we carry around today have more brain power in them than when we sent a rocket to the moon. Yeah, it's crazy, right? More brain power than the computers that made that happen. Yeah. Blows my freaking mind, and, and we use it for duck faces. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and uh, selfie sticks. Yeah, and Candy Crush. <laughs> they can't see me doing this. Yeah. They can't sonically see me. No, <laughs> but I can. The echolocation. But yeah, I mean, esports. Uh, I'm really excited that ESPN has finally decided to put some effort and money towards supporting esports because mm-hmm. I think they finally have realized after they did the Heroes of the Dorm. Now, mind you, I don't like they did Heroes of the, of the Dorm as their first branch into esports. I love that you keep calling it that. Heroes of the Storm. Well, the <laughs> tournament was called Heroes of the Dorm because they paid for the tuition of the ch- the team that won. It's a five-on-five game. The team that won, full ride to whatever college you wanted. That's like, your tuition's completely covered. That's, That's insane. Which is insane. And it's wonderful and it's a really great thing they're doing. But, like, I, as... An esports guy who's been for years, I'm not a huge fan of Here's the Storm. I don't think it's like, it's not very deep of a game. 
Mm-hmm. So it, and it's it just a came out not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, it's like two, three years old. Yeah. But it was in beta forever. It was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was in like the the, the pre technical alpha for it. You know, I played. <laughs> I it was not my thing. Um, yeah. But I heard it, it is truly down. exciting that this year ESPN is finally going to put a little bit of effort and push into giving esports a chance in America. Dude, um, f- me. With this kind of like fatalist mindset, I can see ESPN looking at this and being like, <sighs> and just not and just not having warm fuzzies about it. But I really think that if if there's a if there's the slightest bit of that is actually true, I think that they're going to get blown out of the water and they're not going to expect it because I do think that it could take off. I, I don't think ESPN anticipates now if they were to truly maybe once a month, maybe once a month air an event for two hours. Well, how often, so do they, do. how often do they air now? Oh, like once a year. That's it? It's, it they, you sent me a Snapchat like, like two once. months ago. Oh, well, ago. that was another thing I did want to bring up and I forgot. But uh, X Games Winter, they had Halo. That was actually... Amazing. Which doesn't make sense, truly. They would, <laughs> they would put in the X Games. Yeah, put it with them on the crazy kids. <laughs> the crazy kids. The snowboard kids. kids. Yeah. Those X kids. They love those video which, games. It was not fitting at all. But I was at the bar so having funny. a beer with the lady... We're sitting in a bar, and like the Winter X Games are going on. It was like women's skiing half was. half pipe tunnel thing. And I'm like, well, this is terrible. This is stupid. Yeah. So I'm just like drinking, and like karaoke's going on. I'm having friends walk in, you know, because I unfortunately know everyone in this town. And oh, hey, you know, blah blah blah. Give me another beer. <clears throat> Go out and smoke. Come back in. Sit down. Get another beer. Start eating my Irish nachos, and I look up, and Halo's on the fucking TV. Awesome. The new what, Halo Five, I guess mm-hmm. the newest one. Right? Yeah. I'm like. You know, and I was like, huh. And I went back down. I'm like, wait, I don't have a Chromecast here. This isn't like, I go to other restaurants and, and have them put on esports on TV. Mind you, ask your local bar or restaurant to do it. And if they have a Chromecast, likely they will. They That's want awesome. you there for your money. That's you awesome. tell them, Hey, there's this really cool event on. If you can stream it, I'd really appreciate it. They'll call, do it for you. you Even can if call you bring, places before you can call them and ask if you can, like, hey, I'm going to bring a group of 15 people up here to have and some beers. And we're all going to eat. Like, we're going to yeah. eat. We're going to. And we're going to watch, you know, the Madden tournament or, you know, the Street Fighter tournament or whatever. We'll bring a Chromecast. We just, we just need a couple tables in front of a TV and a, a server, you know, and we'll pay well and whatever. Right. They're going to do it, which is very important. Everyone listening, that's something <laughs> you need to do. I do it and it does work. It's mm-hmm. awesome. But, uh, so Any there, and I'm spots? confused, and I'm just like, wait, this isn't by my doing. I'm not here for this. I didn't even know what was going on. So, like, you know, like, push food aside, threw my beer. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm looking at it, and, and it is. It's during the Winter X Games, they were showing a Halo tournament. And I think, like, like with big teams, like like Team Liquid and all, like, the top mm-hmm. hot shots. And I'm just like, you know, this... I was super excited. I took a picture of it, start Snapchatting it. All my friends like, oh, my gosh, we got eSports in the X Games. Oh, you know. It's, I was it's excited. Hap- it, it is happening. Not, yeah. It is finally happening. Yeah. yeah. And Counter-Strike Go is going to be on TBS sometime this year, so... TBS? TBS. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was TBS. Yeah, TBS. TBS. Like Conan's That's incredible. Chan- Conan's current channel. Um, yeah, they're going to be doing... I think it's Intel... So get ready to watch your your daily rerun of Seinfeld, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody lays Raymond into Counter Strike. <laughs> Con- but Conan's like good with his clueless gamers and stuff. I guarantee you he'll do something. Yeah, with well, of course. I was, I was yeah. going to say something like the, the clueless gamer. Now, mind you, it's not an esports thing at all, but it does definitely help the video game world. I would yeah, say it's like, so funny. I mean, you look up the videos that you know because he posts. I love Conan, by the way. I'm going to throw that there. It's so but good. you can look up the the videos. He puts them up on YouTube like the night of, like right after they air. There's millions and millions of views. They get these awesome 
traditional athletes to play with him, mm-hmm. which I find is ingenious. Yeah. That is ingenious. Because he, he played uh, Mortal Kombat with Marshawn yeah. Lynch. And, that and, was and, funny. And Trunks. Yeah, that was Trunks. Yeah, it yeah, was great. That was funny, yeah. Like, that, one, that one was hilarious. I think that was the first one I ever watched. I'm like, why is Gronk playing Mortal Kombat with <laughs> yeah. Marshawn Lynch and Conan? This is amazing. <laughs> That's like, such a funny video, dude. <laughs> it was great. Such and like the last one, I think it was uh, Conor McGregor playing yeah. against Conan in the UFC. And they both, really good. Like, I don't McGregor, think I've seen that one yet. Yeah, yes, he played as Conor McGregor and then Conan made a custom character to look like Conan. Yeah, Dude, he's like six foot whatever with That's his horse. Legit. That come over. Look just like Homer is great. <laughs> oh, dude. No, just watching the Marshawn Lynch one was so good because their facial expressions saw all the fatalities. They were like, oh! <laughs> they were so in shock. It was shock and awe. Yeah, it's great. Um, what, what is there any other news going on in the esports world right now? I know, like, Melee's. I know you guys are both Melee heads. Well, and it's coming back with a fury. Um, which still bothers. I just wish you guys would move on to the newest one already. Oh, stop! Com- bring the communities together. No, actually, there. I mean, all right, we can we can go into that. There's been a lot of you know issues with that with you know sharing a venue with other players, but so I'm not gonna say all, and I'm not even gonna say most, but I'll say some Smash Melee players kind of did make the switch over to Smash Four. But it's it really is like a, just a completely different game, and when you've put so much time into melee, it's like mm, if you're really good at Smash Four, like we have. The- How different do you think Street Fighter Two and Street Fighter Five are? How different is Brood War from StarCraft Two? Uh, if you're Justin Wong, okay, okay, that's a not fair really any at all. But- that's a fair argument, but it's the fact that they deliberately dumb dumbed down the game. They deliberately did it. So the pros should be just willy-nilly moving over because it's easier. Well, what? well the, no. the thing is, is, is we, the, the undisputed best player in the Smash 4 scene right now is Zero, who's sponsored by TSM, I believe. Hmm. He's TSM. Okay. Well, uh, and that's Team Solo Mid, for mm-hmm. those that don't know. But um, he was, he wasn't really like a, a me- I mean, he was a good melee player. He was He, he was on the- uh, He's like a top 100. He was MLG. I mean, he still is top hundred. I, I think. No, no, not a melee. He's definitely not. not. Okay, well, definitely he was. He was actually. Um, he was at the MLG uh, uh, circuit series in Anaheim two years ago. He did pretty well, but he made the switch over to Smash Four. And another famous uh, Smasher is Mewtwo King, mm-hmm. and he is known for playing all the Smash games. But people like them deliberately play like Smash 4 and like Brawl when that was still a thing they play these things just for the income because they know that they're gonna mm-hmm. be good at these games mm-hmm. and so that's up to you and that's up to you as a gamer and like how we were talking about with with music last week how you know do you do you sell out do you do you stop with your original sound just to maybe get more more viewers you, you 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 tone down a little bit and maybe you know more people you, you take some of the edge off and people find you more popular that way it's the same thing with gaming it says hey do i stop playing the game that i love because smash 4 is the new and upcoming thing and there's there's a chance that i could really like get some some financial gain here or do i keep playing the game i love when it's like you see that the game is just not the same and it's like if a new if if starcraft 3 came out, would you just dump StarCraft 2 and yes. just... Yeah, really? I would just immediately dump it, yeah. <sighs> See, and that's... It's a, it's a different case, though, entirely, and I don't think we should be comparing the two, because Nintendo fucked up big time with... Me- after Melee, because 
it's it's a very special case in the sense that melee is such a rare game where you can literally express your personality through your button inputs. Not even kidding. Mm-hmm. So when the next game came out, they literally it's like they stole the soul out of everyone. Masahiro Sakurai everyone. went to like I mean every articles everywhere, interviews everywhere. He intentionally made the game slower and dumber just because Nintendo's uh view as a company is their their main uh, line is everyone should win. Yeah, we want everyone. That to games win. aren't supposed to be competitive, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and they, so they they realize, you know, he, Sakurai when he made, you know, you know, you know that uh, melee was made like eighteen months after sixty four Smash came out, like, and that's how big of a difference it was. And he made it so much faster and so much more detail, and people started just finding out all this stuff. Even to this day, people are still they're coming out with new tech. This game is 15 years old. So when he made Brawl, he he didn't like the direction it was going. And he said, whoa, this is not... Because it, it was getting up there. It was a sponsored event. It was up there with Tekken and and all these big... When the, when the Pro Circuit picked it up in 2006, they he didn't like... He didn't want it to be streamed. Uh, for, for EVO 2013... Uh, the, the melee scene. They tried to stop it, yep. They tried to stop it. The melee scene, like, Evo put out this poll and said, hey, what games do you want to see at Evo? And melee just blew it wide open. It was between them and Skullgirls. Mm-hmm. What were the, the two games that were going to be on stream and they had to pick one or the other. So they said, hey, so you want your, your game done so bad. But this is after actually, cause melee, melee blew it out by such a wide margin. They said, there's no way that all these people, actually voted. They got bots in here. They they blew up the system. They cheated it somehow. So we're going to have uh, once and for all... Melegate. In Melegate, <laughs> so to speak. So what they said was, they said, hey, we're going to fight breast cancer. Whatever, whatever <clears throat> teams or whatever games team or whatever raises the most money, your game gets a spot at Evo. And Melee raised $96,000, I'm pretty sure. And it was, it was a pretty close battle. It was, oh no, I mean, it was, it was, it was to, to the wire. It was tight. But, um, that's how bad, like, they wanted it at Evo. And as soon as that happened, Nintendo of America ordered, like, within five hours of, like, it being announced, Nintendo of America blocked the streaming rights. Yep. yep. I remember all and that. And it, no- it was the number one story on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And, and then within a couple of within hours. Within a couple of hours, <laughs> they reversed it because of all the backlash. Yeah. And it's like, oh, sorry that we want to watch this game that you created. And you think about... That we paid for. That we paid for. That we've that been playing for years. We have to get CRT TVs for, which are not a thing anymore, unless you <laughs> live next to a Goodwill or you have a grandma that never got with the times. <laughs> you, We have to, you know, there is no online for it. You have to go to the person's house. I mean, luckily now, there is such a thing as, as net, net play, and um, but that's you know neither here nor there because it's not the same thing to me. But um, you know it, it's completely land. You have to you know go find people to play with. You have to find your your local state scene. And when we go to tournaments, there are no sponsorships. There are no like whatever pot bonus that gets put in comes from internally. Nintendo wants nothing to do. Melee is the redheaded stepchild of Nintendo. And that kind of is like why people like it, I think more because like it's just it's, it's exactly yeah and it's it's so Which different. Is weird because Pokemon is so competitive. Like Pokemon on DS, they ha- they sponsor yeah. like world championships and every year. It's it's a thing. 
Especially and, and the card game as well. If we're going to venture into that, it's not an esport. But like Pokemon is supported by Nintendo to be an esport. I mean, loosely termed, but Pokemon is more like worldly known though. It's but, it's more socially acceptable, I think. Even I mean, Sakurai said in an interview that he wanted to avoid a case where one of his games was adored by a small group of maniac players. Is what he said. It's also t- and, that, and that's what he views melee as is a group of maniac players playing it. He said this is not why I created the game. But I'm like, if you created the game, why'd you put all this awesome stuff in it? Like, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but it's also terrible for their business model in the sense that they have a 15 year old game that has that's no capabilities doing, of being yeah. patched, no capabilities of like advancing it in any shape, way, shape, or form. And it's like, if they were to bottleneck themselves in that way, then they wouldn't be able to release another Smash game, and it's just a, it's a cash cow for them every mm. every time. Dude, patching, in general, no matter what game it is, that bothers me. Well, yeah, I get you it. You know that it's CEO, the the fighting game... It, it, is CEO, like, the premier, like, fighting game? No, Nevo is. It is? Evo is. Evo's top dog. In oh, okay, all right, all right. Well, CEO's one of them, and it's held in Orlando every summer. But last year, uh, when Street Fighter Four was still a thing, they put out or they they put out a poll on Facebook a month before the tournament and said, "Hey, do you want us to include the new patch in this game?" And there was so much controversy, and me and the other melee players sat there and laughed. We were like, "It doesn't freaking matter!" Like, like. I mean, it, it, it matters to them, but I'm like, dude, can you imagine, like, and it, playing and it, this game? It, I'll, I'll be that guy. In a real fighting game, it matters. It, oh, no, 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 no. No, it matters. I'm saying, like... In I'm a party saying, fighting game. No, it totally does, but, like, to us, we're like, dude, could you imagine, like, going to a tournament, like, all this stuff, and then th- th- a month before the tournament, they're like, oh, Fox Up Smash... Now does half the damage and half the knockback. Well, Can you imagine been, there's, like there's been what three different versions of melee released? Is it three or four? It's um, it's kind of hard to say. There's an NTSC and then there's a PAL version, but then there's like there's a second there's version, updated versions yeah. of the disc as well. So, so that's four different patches, we'll say. And then also you got the rule of wobbling or no wobbling. It's not really, it's not really a, a thing anymore. A patch would pull out wobbling, right? Like Dude, that's what so a patch to speak, would do. I was gonna say melee is probably. Maybe there's another game out there, or a couple of others, but, like, very rare. Like, every other game gets patched. Every other game. Competitively. Mm-hmm. Melee, and it, it's an interesting example, because Melee was just so sandboxy already, and it's the fact that, like, the new tech that we're finding now is making characters that were completely unviable initially extremely viable. So... it's you've see, I, I've personally seen both ends of the spectrums, because I'm so interested in both, where... Um, you know, like, if you're playing Counter-Strike when that stupid Magnum came out and everyone started using it, just imagine that just stayed in the game forever. Exactly. I mean, it would probably work out because anyone can buy it anyway, and mm-hmm. it's just like Halo 2's pistol. Yeah, but, Halo but, 1 pistol. Halo mean. 1 pistol, yeah, sorry. Um, no, it's worse. The skin it, was worse. Really? It might have been worse, but... <laughs> one, one shot kill. Yeah, I heard it was horrific. I, didn't, it, it I was, actually never touched <laughs> it. One shot kill, but it, took, it had like a second wind-up to it. Oh, man. But the more you wound it up, the more accurate it got, and it cost $800 compared to the 4300 or the whatever the op is, which is right. but, yeah. which also gives you a one shot kill. So it's like an op for $800 right. that oh, has quicker fire time and more ammo. But yeah, it's just like... Melee is so rare in that sense where it's just never been patched, and eventually, <laughs> through insane amounts of research and insane amounts of dedication, 
certain, like, it, it, like it almost patched itself. Mm-hmm. Weird, but definitely. What so there's an there's, it's, I have a shirt and this like has patch crossed out, right? It has like you know fix or whatever crossed out, nerf crossed out. Mm-hmm. And it says adapt, right? And that, mm-hmm. that's the same principle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, something's absurdly strong or maybe stronger than it should be you know you just have to f- you have to start to learn how to play around it instead of just whining and crying for a Justin a Wong nerf. said himself if it's in the game it can be played like there's no such thing as cheap that's what he said but what's dude I mean <laughs> that's like saying the customer's always right that was <laughs> I know no that's true but it Justin Wong is an icon is, I mean yeah. but what I want to say is um, like I, I follow a lot of Smash 4 players on Twitter and, I mean, Smash 4, it's a brand new game, and they are constantly patching this game. And that's, that's a good all thing, though. It they, shows the company cares. all they do is cry on social media, because they get used to one thing. That's yeah, like saying... But All right, but, 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 but what if they what if they completely, like, patched your whole, like, Zerg Starcraft gets setup? patched all the time. But what if they, like, completely, they like, do. changed... They do. And you're just time. okay with that? Yes. Why? It's exciting. It brings something new, something new to learn, new things to try. Oh, my God. New strategies come all. out of it. A new meta builds no, out of it. that's all they do. Instead but, of the same stale thing that you've been doing in Smash for 15 years, minus, like, little, love- little new tips and tricks you can do. Like, Starcraft evolves every quarter. Like, a huge patch generally rolls out and completely reshapes and reshifts the meta and the play style of the whole game. As I as I think about my past with gaming in general, like started playing RuneScape. Awful game. I mean it's just so like the graphics are just horrific. People but then World of Warcraft became like a really big thing. And people all switch. And I was like, okay, well now I'm paying thirty dollars versus I was paying five dollars play RuneScape. So I went back. Halo 2, or Halo 1 and 2 came out. I got really heavy into that. Halo 3 comes out. Wasn't, I mean, I, I bought it, played it, I just, it, it didn't give me the same feel. Went back to Halo 2. Smash Bros. Melee comes out. I play it. Okay. Brawl comes out. Buy it. Play it. I didn't know any better at the time, but you know, I it didn't give me the same feel, so I, I stopped playing Smash altogether. Until I, until I realized... Two or three years ago, oh wow, there's actually a community mm-hmm. for Melee. It's like, throughout my whole history of gaming, I've had no problem going back to the game that I preferred the first time. Because I guess I just don't really accept change like other people. And and, and, and that's a personal fault of my own. Okay. Let me let me give you this, Curveball. How, when Halo 2 first came out, it had a certain meta to it. And then BXR and BXB came out. Did you stick with that meta? Because I didn't. Did I, like, did I accept BXR and BXB? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. No, I bounced. Real quick. <laughs> Real quick. I wanted to be the best at that game at that time. And I got, maybe that's just me, my fault as a person, is I get used to one thing. Okay, but but then, right then and there, that slightly contradicts what you are saying before. No, because I because at the time, there was no edge to anyone. Like, everybody wanted to get better all doing the same thing. But people who knew BXR had a huge edge. Yeah, but that became... But anyone could do it. True. That wasn't like a cheat. That wasn't like an exclusive top player thing only. That was but it was a, a major change in the meta of the But game. it made the game more fun to me because I was able to do it and apply it immediately. And I said, hey, if everyone else is going to do it, I'm going to do it too. And that, But really, besides BXR and BXB and then double shotting. Yeah. Double shotting was the last thing that came out. But that came out when Halo 3 was you know in the works. Yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much. I... 
when I played Halo 3, I didn't want to relearn all this stuff. And it's just like when I played Magic the Gathering. I put so much money into one particular block. All my stuff was standard. And then, all of a sudden, new block comes out. Half my stuff, not standard anymore. Have to rebuild everything. I said, I'm out. I bounced. I said, mm-hmm. when I get used to one thing, I kind of over-obsess a little bit. I want to be the best at it. And that's why I don't. That's why I don't dabble in many games at one time. I like to do one thing, or or at least have one game per genre. Mm-hmm. I want to have like one RTS game. I want to have one RPG. I want to have one fighter. And I want to play. You know, so I so that way I'm kind of supersetting in a sense. Like I'm not getting tired of one thing. But that's just my fault in general. But what I wanted to say before I went off on that rant was, have you seen the picture floating around the internet where it's saying like you know back in the day you had you bought a game and it compared it to like a hamburger. And then now... Yeah, all the DLC. And- the DLCs, the skins, the map packs is the slice of cheese, the slice of lettuce, the tomato, like all this stuff. And that's, and that's like a problem to me with these newer games. Yeah. The last game to come out that was a full game for me, in my opinion, Metal Gear Solid Five, And I hear The Witches get pretty good too, but... I went. That, that game felt so full. I was like, even though half the game got cut out, and and because Kojima had a huge falling out with Konami and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but like, dude, that game was chock full of content. It was just great. And I was like, all right, this is fully worth sixty dollars. And then they release games like two games right now: Street Fighter Five and Hitman. Dude, Hitman they're releasing episodically. Mm-hmm. That's. They're also going to do that with Final Fantasy VII, which is pure tragedy. But yeah, they're releasing him in episodically, so you can only do one mission a month. Mission takes a day. Okay, Street Fighter Five. <laughs> <laughs> Street Fighter Five. They just released it. It's just like only versus mode and training against the computer. Like that's it. There's no single player or anything. Like, which sure it is a Street Fighter, but like not even like oh, like no one plays the campaign. With story mode, no one plays it. But that's such. Everyone goes to the practice room real quick. You learn your character, you get online with it. But aren't there other another couple of like crucial features missing from Street Fighter Five that they're going to release later? I I'm assuming they'll be dropping new features and stuff. I mean, they've already announced a new character coming out soon. The game yeah. just came out. Yeah. Smash Four. They had new characters. They put Ryu in Smash Four, which you have to buy by the way. Oh, it's, it's eight dollars per character. They put Cloud in the game. I mm-hmm. buy Cloud. I- uh, Mewtwo, they, 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 you have to buy Mewtwo and like all this crazy or whoever else is in that game. It's so dumb. And that's just my problem with like newer games in general. I went and like, I was looking for a, a shooter to play because I, ever since Halo 2 wasn't a thing, you know that they, are, you, you remember when they patched Halo 2 to where they said, Hey, after this date, you will not be able to play online anymore Yeah, because they were making people play Halo 3. It was, I have not fit, had something that's filled that void in my life since Halo 2 went away as far as a shooter. Yeah. I, so I went. It took a long time for me. So Battlefield Hardline came out last year and I was like, this game looks kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. So I bought it and the guy was like, okay, it'll be like 60 something bucks at GameStop. Okay. He said, do you want to buy the season pass? No, I don't really buy a lot of newer games. So I don't even know what a season pass is. <laughs> and I was. It's a ripoff. And, and I was like, uh, do I? And he was like, yeah. And he was, he was like talking to me about stuff. And I was kind of just in one ear and out the other <laughs> trying to really sell it to me. And I was like, yeah, man, I, was so like sick, dude. I was like, sounds good. And I'm thinking he's going to say it's going to be 10 bucks. I was like, okay. He was, I was like, well, yeah, maybe like, how much is it? He's like 60 bucks. 
And I was like, no, the game is 60 bucks. And he said, yeah, but the season pass is also 60 bucks. And I said, I will answer your question with a question of my own. I said, if I buy this game without the season pass, will I still be able to play it online with my friends? And he said, yes. And I said, take that season pass and shove it in your ass. <laughs> I didn't actually say that. I wish I would have. But I was like, no, thanks. I do not need the season pass. And I, I it literally... was. What was this for? Battlefield, Battlefield Hardline. Hardline. Jesus. I went home. That's all I could think about was like, that was just rattling inside my brain. I was like, <laughs> why? I was like some poor kid out there is going to buy a season pass for this game. That's going to be replaced in a year and no one's going to play it anymore. And that bothered me. It bothered me. And I don't like... All I could think about was the DLC hamburger. Like, oh, this is so retarded. Like, I don't need all this stuff. Like, if I can play it online, I don't need all this shit. I don't know. I don't get it. No, I get it. Well, I, I get you. Yeah. I don't get them, but... Ugh. Yeah, but game, games are just re- released incomplete nowadays. Yep. Alright, well, I want to bring up one more thing in closing before we shut this down. And that's... RNG and esports. That's a very good topic. Because Hearthstone, for example, is uh, one of the higher viewed and played esports currently. And mind you, it's a card game. And, and trust me, I love card games. I've been playing them for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, trading card games. And, you know, I do like Hearthstone quite a bit. I do play. I have pretty much every card out there. I've, I've, got, I've gotten in the upper echelons and all that. That's cool. But um, there are numerous, numerous numerous cards many of which are even top tier like must have deck ingredients that include rng mm-hmm. in the card mm-hmm. how can you consider something that has rng to be an esport i'll put it bluntly sir you cannot it does not have any place in esports it's why brawl didn't work cuz they put rng trips in it mm-hmm. it didn't work uh it's why world of warcraft arena didn't work because it's RNG. It's r- literally randomized. <sighs> no. <laughs> Just no. That you have to be in full control of your character or team or entity at all times for it to be competitively viable. If not, it's just a joke. That's I, why like, there's no I, items. I, love, the I, I do truly enjoy Hearthstone. I play Hearthstone. I watch Hearthstone. I research Hearthstone. Not about like a full-time job or anything, but you know, like I do enjoy, I do play the game. Uh, and I, I, you know, I'll do, I will, I will even watch like the tournaments from time to time. But I have this like gut deep down feeling of like disgust almost isn't like, or shame almost like this is not an esport. How do you push this as a competitive esport with money on the line when it comes down to a lot of times RNG? A lot of times like games come down to RNG. Yeah. Well, best case scenario where it would end up with Hearthstone if it were to ever be competitively viable is. Uh, Saturday, they were just pushed through with it. What would end up happening is that you would have your better players that would end up trading off tournaments based off of what RNG happened that game. And they would just have to ha- be at an understanding with mm-hmm. it. Just like, listen, dude, you're phenomenal. I'm phenomenal. We're probably never going to find out who's actually better, but let's just, let's just win our money, dude. You know, I'm hoping they really grasp it and realize they do have a good formula going. Yeah. And with these new sets, because they now have announced they're going to start cycling out old sets, like, you know, the money hungry company there. Um, and I'm hoping with the new sets that do come out, they're going to decide to remove and stop making RNG cards. Well, if if they're smart, they could easily just do something like this. Separate the game, make it competitive, and make it, you know, the original. Just like... That's what they are doing. That. Have more fun with the RNG. Just go to town, dude. Just have so many RNG cards. Just make it a Mario Party Fest. <laughs> and then on the other end, have Melee. 
That's it. Yeah. That's just, you know. Well, they have announced they're doing like standard and legacy, basically. Sounds good to me. Um, so I'm hoping with standard they decide to really truly push away from anything RNG related and try to make it a real game that, you know, could be serious anyway. I'm just watching tournaments and it comes down to like this one card has a one in five chance of doing what he needs to to win. It's like that's not an esport. Mm-hmm. That's just that's a calculation. It's yeah. stupid. It's stupid, and especially with how much money is on the line. And you got you know these kids that put their heart and soul into this game. They lose because they drop a card, and it's like you know deal two damage to one random thing. And there's six things on the board, and he only needs to hit one of the six. So, uh, it's stupid. It's yeah. it's not. It has potential it for Cinderella be. stories, but it also yeah. has the potential for just like disasters, awful disasters. <laughs> Like, yeah, it, it has no place in competition. Like, there, there's, there's a card now. You, you play it. It puts a card in your deck, right? And we draw that card, you play it. puts another card in your deck, right? And when you get that card and you play it, it turns every card in your hand and your deck into a random legendary minion. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for fun. For funsies, for fun. right? For fun. But that's purely RNG. It just turns your whole deck into random crap. Yeah. <laughs> So now you're like, you draw a card, and neither of you know what you're about to draw, because you, like, it's going to be completely random. Uh, Sounds anyway, like Mario Party that, to me. That, that, that was my Hearthstone rant, because <laughs> I do love the game, but God, the RNG is just destroying it, in my opinion. It like, just sounds like Mario Party to me, That's and that's what Sakurai wanted to do with mm-hmm. Super Smash. He just he was like, wow, Melee is cool, it got really competitive, but I want Mario Party Super Smash Brothers. I don't want like competitive Super Smash Brothers. So that's what he tried to do. He just tried to throw like shenanigans at it. Super Smash Balls and whatnot. Ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. I will say everyone needs to move on to four. Ah, uh, no. The community so. needs to get together, decide, collectively move on to four. Well, if four was what, a good game, what I would they play actually it. said, well, there's, there's one person who Jason and I are not really fond of in the Smash team. His name is Tafelkins. And he is the, <laughs> he's the stat guy. Anytime that a, that a high level, like top six, like, you know, top six match is being played, just like on ESPN, there's a ticker at the bottom, and he's like, so far, Mewtwo King is is 6-2 over sets on Hungrybox when he goes Fox on Fountain of Dreams. Yeah. And it's like... Yeah, I've seen that. Okay, so... But he actually does these videos, and one of the videos he did, he said, why Melee needs Smash 4 and vice versa. And pretty much he said, hey, he said, you're not accomplishing anything by making fun of, like, the younger generation for playing Smash 4, and, and you're not, you're not, you know, the Smash 4 kids, he's like, you need to learn to accept, like, where your game came from. Your game wouldn't be where it is today, and you wouldn't have all the perks that you have. These nice hotel venues and, you know, the possibly, like, there's articles coming out, like, you know, that, that Smash will be t- t- televised soon. It ate ABC actually did this article. Not like any, ABC did this article talking about we want to have this aired. And so he did this thing and pretty much he tried to, you know, mesh the two together because Melee can't get its name out there without Smash 4. So as far as like the scenes coming together, I think that, that is true. And they do do a pretty nice job when, when you go internally to one of these tournaments. They have different sides of the room for both. They don't, it's not like you're going to see like melee set up next to Smash 4 next to a melee setup. Like these kids do not intertwine, but they collectively, like it's one of those agree to disagree mm-hmm. kind of things. They say, Hey, look, you know, melee brings you the viewers, like or me- melee brings you like the old school viewers and like you guys kind of bring like this new hype and like this new esports scene because Smash 4 is 100% esports. 
Melee is still kind of grassroots. In a sense, like, Smash 4 gets a lot more hype via Twitch than mm-hmm. Melee does. Unless it's, like, a national major for Melee. But they need each other to afford better hotel venues mm-hmm. and, and for, for this yeah. and that. So, um, I don't know. I think that it's, uh, I think that they, you know, do need each other. I personally don't have a problem with, like, Smash 4. I just, like, I've tried to play it myself and I'm like, hmm how much time I've put into Melee, I don't feel like doing that again. It's like I played Oblivion back in the day. Put so much time into it, Skyrim comes out, didn't feel like doing all that again. One was enough for me. I'm going to be fine with the one that I played. And the same thing with Melee. I think you're a saint, and I think they just haven't come out with a game that's as good as Melee. That's it. Simple as that. Fair enough. I like 4 better, but... I mean, it's, it's gorgeous. It has cloud. <laughs> they have but online play. They have online capability, it's feature- which actually is so much better than what Brawl's online. Oh, yeah. It's feature packed and it's a good game. It's just we want melee to look nice. That's really all we want. We good want l- I mean, melee good luck HD adding characters. Like I, I almost hope they don't add any characters um, because it's just whatever. It's it's really hard, but they can. We just we don't have to play them. But that being said, like just make melee pretty. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. Just same speed. Same engine. Just make it pretty. That's all we need. That's all we want. It's all we wanted since Melee. We didn't want Brawl, and we didn't want Smash 4, which is Brawl turned up. That's it. It's but, but you're already pretty enough. <laughs> oh, thanks. <Wait. laughs> Alright, well, I think that wraps up eSports. I'm sure we're going to touch down on this again, as there seems to be a lot of wonderful things coming up this year to benefit the eSports world. And make sure everyone goes out to the bar or the restaurant, or where it is. What, what's a good spot for ask that, by for the way? Any good sports like, bar. I mean, like, you can't are there any sports bar. Is there, like, a more lenient spot that... Hooters? Because I, mean, I feel like, like Hooters? For what, Hooters? No, Hooters probably won't, because they have, I was like... I say Taco They Mac have, like, licensing know. issues where they have oh, to show okay. this and that. But I would just, like... Taco Mac. Local bar that has an extra TV. Local bars. Okay. Yeah. Hot. Heard. Local bar, bars. bars in general... Smaller, smaller places. It's not a huge chain. Pizza if it is places a huge chain, like, like Johnny's where they has, truly value yeah. their customers, as opposed mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just running through the corporate mill. Yeah, well, that's cool. That's a good idea. <laughs> good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, just go ahead and ask. Asking won't hurt. It, it definitely helps more if you bring up your own Chromecast or Fire Stick or whatever. Uh, maybe put it. Tell them you're going to have no volume on, so you don't. They don't have to worry about cussing or anything like that in case that comes up. But you know, give it a shot. You'll be surprised how often you can get it to happen. But uh, I'm Drew. And we got Ryan and we got Jason. We'll catch you guys next time. Later. Well, hello.